This is the Coach's Wife Life Podcast, where Kristen Urgel, a longtime TV sports reporter and college football coach's wife, goes one-on-one with her fellow coaches' wives. We will uncover the stories of the strong women who are the backbone of college athletics and athletics of all levels. And now, Coach's Wife Life. It's my tremendous honor to have Mary Beth Smart with us today, the wife of head football coach from the University of Georgia, Kirby Smart. Mary Beth, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, Kristen. Thanks for having me. You know, it would be natural for me to rattle off Kirby's incredible resume, but you are on the Coach's Wife Life podcast, so I get to brag on you. Uh, The University of Georgia (laughs) is your alma mater. You grew up in Morrow, Georgia, recruited to UGA, were a standout basketball player for the Lady Bulldogs. You finished as one of the all-time leaders in three-point shooting percentage, free throw percentage, minutes played. How special is it for you to be able to lead a program that you naturally love so deeply? You know, it's funny to hear you say all that because it feels like a different lifetime. Um, right. Like it wasn't even me, all those basketball <laughs> stats. But, um, but yeah, it's just so awesome to be back at Georgia. I mean, I grew up a Georgia fan. I always wanted to play for Coach Landers and the Lady Bulldogs. And so that was a dream come true. In itself, and now, you know, I could say for sure it's Kirby's dream come true to be the head coach here at Georgia. So um, we've been extremely blessed, both of us, and, and it definitely makes, you know, I think it makes all the wins a little sweeter and the losses a little harder because we care so much for the Bulldogs and all our family and friends are, are Bulldog fans too. So how did you meet Kirby Smart? <laughs> so I was actually working in the athletic department here at Georgia when, um, Coach Rick hired Kirby in 2005 um, to be the running back, running back coach. And um, I worked in the business office and kind of handled a smorgasbord of things, but um, travel was one of them. And I booked his energy flight, and then he just proceeded to call me for everything he needed. <laughs> so really? He was a little high maintenance right away, you know. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. And so how long did you guys date? We did not date very long. We, um, I mean, we met in January, did not start dating until June, and then he got the job with the Dolphins the following February. So it was like six months, um, maybe eight months, and then um, got engaged in March and married in July. So it was like super, super quick. I mean, the same year. We started dating in June of 05 and married in July of 06. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. That's really awesome. crazy. So when did you know there was something pretty special about him? It's funny because we started dating in June, of course, and, you know, August comes and the guys are gone. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, really, there's no way to put it. But, and so I realized pretty quickly that he was just super generous with his time. Um, you know, when he put me first, when he wasn't at work, he made me a priority. Um, and so I think that was something that I really appreciated pretty quickly. And I realized this, this lifestyle is not for everybody and not everybody can handle it. But certainly I do think that my um, experience as an athlete helped prepare me for, for this and understand. But yeah, we, I mean, it was such a quick courtship, for lack of a better word, that it's kind of like when you know, you know, we we're kind of forced to make a decision when he got the job at Miami. And then after getting married, you moved to Miami, worked under coach Nick Saban, yeah. then Alabama. Now you're running your own program at Georgia. What has been some of the favorite memories you've had um, maybe at Alabama winning national titles and now an SEC title, college football win at Georgia. What kind of stands out when you start looking back over this career? Yeah, I think certainly those national championships are special. I think maybe our third one in Alabama, our son, our oldest son was 
maybe he was like four or five, and he was able to go. And to see him and Kirby after that game together was really special. But honestly, like the SEC championship last year versus Auburn, partly because of, you know, it being Georgia and it's our alma mater. And, mm-hmm. But the players, you know, we had so many seniors that chose to come back last year. And I feel like it just kind of all came together. And it was a really special moment for all of us. Do you have any traditions you do after a win? Not really. Uh, I guess, you know, sometimes it depends on what time the game is. I guess our my biggest tradition is just to have food. I learned that pretty quickly on and as a coach in life, <laughs> I need to have some food after the game. Um, so now, especially being in Athens, we have so many friends and family. I, I'll always have something ready, whether it's chili in the crock pot or I've cook a pork tenderloin and have sliders ready or if we just order pizza I always have a plan because we never know who's going to stop by. Feeding people, I would say, is my tradition. <laughs> That's the same here. I mean, I know, Josh, when we get done, sometimes they don't even eat before the game a lot. I know there's a pregame meal, yeah. but there, there's so much going on that they, they don't even sometimes eat before the game. <laughs> you would think. I know, and then they, they come off of, that, off of that high, and it's like, food. <laughs> now, how do you get over a loss? Is it? I mean, how do you guys – Get, I know sometimes that 24-hour period where it's really, really tough. And for you, it might even be harder because it's right there at a school you love so deeply. Yeah, I would say, I mean, especially now um, with the playoff system and, you know, at Georgia, the expectations are to play for a championship every year. And that's a privilege, as Kirby says, pressure is a privilege. But it also makes the margin of error so slim. Um, you know, you lose a game and it's, it's 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 a blow it's a big blow here I would say it's hard we all take it hard my children take it hard I take it hard Kirby takes it extremely hard um and our fans do so you know we do have the 24-hour rule especially in the middle of the season you don't have time to sulk about it um the guys have to get right back up to to work the next day one piece of advice somebody gave Kirby really early in his career was it's never as bad as it seems and it's never as good as it seems. <laughs> and so some, I'll, I'll remind him of that sometimes, like it's not as bad as it seems. <laughs> it's okay. You know, but sometimes, you know, no matter what you say, it doesn't really help. <laughs> it's very true. Very true. <laughs> You've been the backbone of a highly successful coach whose career has just skyrocketed to the top very quickly. What are a few things you think you've done that has contributed to his successful career and your lives as a family? That's a tough question. Um, I, I know, you know, I like think you have to brag on yourself, but yeah, we, he's I know very successful. And for you, you are a huge part of that. So give us some advice out here. The rest of us want. <laughs> well, I think what I really try to do is just put him first, put him and the kids first. Um, you know, I try to be steady for him and not, not take anything personally if he comes home and he's grumpy I don't take it personally I don't get try he would probably tell you otherwise but I try not to be sensitive and I try to just be steady for him um because I know once the season's over you know it's like two different people really (laughs) than I'm married to um (laughs) that sounds crazy to say but I would say just keeping things steady for him at home is is probably my goal and um Acts of service is his love language. And so I've found that even just doing like simple things like taking his dry cleaning and picking it up and having it ready without him having to ask for it is huge for him. (laughs) So just doing little things for him, um, I would say, is what I try to do. You have to kind of carry some of the load like that 
maybe even more so because it's high profile than than others. I mean, you you really maybe you have to make more decisions from a from your kids' perspective. Do you think? Do you have to kind of yeah. make tougher decisions yeah, sure. about him? For sure, there's a lot of decisions. I think we we as moms um, have to make without involving them in the decisions, and sometimes that's hard. And they and you know he'll come home and be like, "How did I not know about this?" <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, I think for, for me, it's just kind of keeping things rolling at home and keeping my kids happy and family first is what I try to do. How do you stay connected to Kirby during the season? I mean, that's tough. We we do get a little time. Wednesday nights, he'll do recruiting calls, but he gets home for dinner. He'll do his recruiting calls, and we usually have some sort of Netflix show that we dial up just one a week, and that's kind of our quality time for the week, truly. Um, but it, it works for us during the season, and I've learned to not, to not try to expect a whole lot more than that, um, because, uh, like he says, it's for the greater good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's true. Do you get some time in the off season to kind of get away from the grind, oh, yeah. get away from that in Athens? Yeah, the the off season is. Um, I mean, like right now. I mean, I can't wait till signing day. It's it's almost here, um, and we'll we'll get away for a couple days. Um, without the kids and then we'll take the kids on a fun trip spring break um, and then you know they have some some time off in the summer so I, I really feel like it's six months on six months off it's but we we try to make up for it in the off season most of us coaches wise probably don't offer a lot of advice on play calling but we tend to be their sounding board when they come home with frustrations you know what are a handful of things you remind Kirby of during the highs and the lows of coaching football? You know, I think I may have already said it, but like just that it's never as good as it seems and never as bad as it seems. You know, sometimes after a big win, when everybody's praising you and patting you on the back, it's like, okay, all right, we got another game. Right. <laughs> um, and but then you know when when we lose, he takes it so hard, and um, and so I try to you know I just try to remind him like we're good. Everybody's good. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know that I, that I really do give him a lot of advice. I try to not talk about football with him. Actually. I feel like he he does it all day at work. And then, so when he comes home, I never bring it up unless he does. Um, so if he, if obviously if he brings it up and, and wants to talk, then I'm all ears and, and we'll listen, but I, I rarely will ask him any questions on whether it be about a recruit or, where's he leaning or, or who's going to start a quarterback this week? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm never the one that's going to ask him. I'll let everybody else do that. That's good. He has a safe place where it's just he can take a breath, you know, when he walks in the yeah. door. Now I will say our oldest son is getting real interested in all this stuff and he'll sometimes ask, <laughs> <laughs> he'll start asking the fan questions. So maybe that's what I do is, is Hey, Hey, Hey dude, let's, let's don't ask daddy all that right now. <laughs> I'm like, you're, you're, I'm kind of buffer. <laughs> you're kind of experiencing uh, something I haven't experienced yet. If your children are getting the age where they understand, I guess I'm just wondering, how do you shield it? You're, you're in the spotlight constantly. The kids are curious. There's so much information that they can't go out the door with. And how do you handle all that? Well, we're just kind of getting into that too. I mean, our oldest, our twins are turning 11 in a couple weeks. And so we're, we're just, starting to tread that water too. So I'm not sure that I should give any advice on that. I try to keep them grounded as well. I think especially living in Athens, we definitely give them pep talks. Like after we lost the Sugar Bowl, before they went back to school, it was like, all right, 
we're good. Daddy's good. Be positive, you know, and hoping that nobody says anything to him. But, you know, inevitably at some point that's going to happen. So I think I would just say I try to stay in front of it. Now, your husband is one of the top recruiters in the country. Do you enjoy that aspect of this role, getting to talk to families, the recruiting part of it? Yes. I, I mean, I will say that's probably my my favorite part of being the head coach's wife as opposed to an assistant. I mean, I was involved a little bit as an assistant coach's wife, but but now they're they're in our home on their official visits. They're bringing their, their children over, their brothers, you know, the recruits, brothers and sisters to play with our kids. Like, I feel like I really am getting to know their parents. I'll see their parents after a game. And, you know, it's like we have sort of a relationship. Um, and I've really enjoyed that, that part of it. I feel it, I feel like it helps me know the players a little better, know a little bit more about them by knowing their families too. I've really enjoyed that part. It's about relationships. And you, obviously the both mm-hmm. of you do an amazing job connecting with people. And I'm, I learned that when I met you, it was just I was blown away when I just had that connection with you. It's just, you can tell the reason why you are where you are, both of you, you know, because of how you are and how you carry yourself and the depth in which you guys have. And so um, definitely I can see why um, it's a joy for you. Since you've been married, you've been with Kirby while he was at the Dolphins, then as assistant at Alabama under Nick Saban. There's a great camaraderie amongst coaches, wives on the staffs we were on. Most of us, you know, we don't get to live near right near our families in the same town. You have three children. Right. You had twins. Manage that far from home. What things did you see Terry Saban do, the head coach's wife at Alabama, as a head coach's wife? What things did you see her do that you wanted to do on your staff at Georgia? I could not even say enough good things about Miss Terry. I mean, she really set such a good example for me. I wish I had been preparing to, I mean, to be a head coach's wife sooner. I wish I had paid a lot more attention earlier in our time there. Because <laughs> I think it was just the last few years that I kind of really kind of dialed into the things that she would do and and say and um, just to encourage the wives. Um, I mean, I, for instance, when I had my, when my twins were born in Tuscaloosa, they were in the NICU for a few weeks. They were early and my mom came and stayed for seven to 10 days. I can't remember exactly how long. And then Kirby's mom came. So it was really like six weeks before I was on my own with them. And you know, when everybody leaves after you have a baby, you're like a hot mess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So having two babies, I was, she, and I was just sleep deprived and she just came over one day, didn't call, didn't let me tell her, say, didn't, you know, let me tell her no. She just came over with a friend and said, go take a nap. We've got the babies. And she was like, don't come out of your room. I don't remember what time it was. Don't come out of your room until 3.30. <laughs> you yeah. know? And it was like the best gift anyone ever gave to me. And I think she just was really good at kind of knowing because she was older than me. She, I mean, she's been doing this a really long time. Um, in a lot of different seasons of life. And I think she just kind of has a gift at knowing what people need um, at the right time. Um, and she's just, she's just very encouraging to be around. And I, and I really wanted to take that with me and, and to, to let my coaches wives know, like, I've got your back. If you need something, I'm here. I care. I think, you know, people knowing you care is a, is a big deal. And, and that's, that's what, probably the biggest thing that Terry taught me. Wow. That's really special. Do you guys do some fun things uh, as a wives group at Georgia? We do. Um, we have a lot of little kids on staff. Um, so, you know, the, the kids take up a lot of time, but 
we celebrate birthdays. Um, we, I take them to the lake. Um, we, we have a lake home at Lake of County, which is about 45 minutes from Athens. And we, we do a fun day at the lake right before the season starts when the guys are in camp. And I feel like that's always really fun to kind of get to know the new wives, to bond right before the season. You know, we all tailgate together. My mother-in-law is a huge tailgater and she sets up a spot and then the coach's wives have a spot um, next to it. So, um, but we, we, yeah, we, we have a, we have fun together. That's neat. Athens is an easy, easy town to have fun in. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> this past August, it was a very unique and touching experience for my family and your family played a huge part in that. We went public uh, with our daughter's diagnosis where she's considered critically and chronically ill. And just last spring found out there's no cure or roadmap for her illnesses. How did you hear about my daughter's story? I originally heard about it through one of my assistant coaches' lives. Um, our defensive line coach, Trey Scott, his wife, Sarah, reached out to me and she said, and she forwarded me to the Dog Nation article and said, have you seen this? This is amazing. She said, Kristen, she, she said, I think she, she talked like she knew you, like Kristen is amazing writer. I can't even believe. And so she sent me a link to your blog. And so then I read, went back and read every entry that you had written like in one sitting. And then I felt like I knew you too. <laughs> I mean, you're so gifted with your words. And so then I, you know, I read the dog nation thing and, and that's definitely, um, I mean, I felt so led to reach out to you, anything we could do to help. Did you follow the story as Dog Nation started just going above and beyond? You know, I looked back at it a couple times um, when y'all had the GoFundMe set up, um, and it was just the number just kept climbing and climbing, and I couldn't believe it. I mean, the Georgia fans just went, just, I, I just, it just made me so proud. Another, you know, again, to be so proud of our fans um, that they, but I think. You know, it's easy when you're when you read your words to connect with y'all. Um, I think it it just was amazing. It's an amazing story. I'm kind of tearing up now. I got a text no. message. <laughs> I didn't plan to do this, but I got a text message. Now you're gonna make me <laughs> don't do from that. a number I didn't know. And do you mind if I read it? Is that okay? That's yeah, that's fine. You said hi. This is Mary Beth Smart, Kirby's wife. I got this on September 1st at 9.20 in the morning. Welcome to Athens. I'm planning to head down to the tunnel today before halftime to say hello. Bringing our defensive line coach's wife with me, Sarah Scott. She's the one that told me about your story. I've read your blog, every word. You are truly inspiring and I wanted a chance to say hello. Look forward to meeting you. Good luck today. I got that when I was in the hotel. Um, we were in the team hotel in Brazelton and that was one of the most special things I've ever received and um I knew that day was going to be special and for all the hard times that we have been through um when you just feel like that nobody understands what you're battling and and for you to reach out like that was extremely special to me and I'll never forget it I, I just appreciate it um I appreciate what you did and dog nation and um it, it was unlike anything it was indescribable. Um, well, <laughs> I'm having, I'm going to may have, now you've got me tearing up. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I, you know, and I don't even know really what led me to text you that morning. Um, because I was planning on coming down to the tunnel and then I thought, I don't want to, 
surprise her. You know, I didn't want you to be like, who is this? And then as soon as I, I started texting, it was like, I, at first I was just going to say, hi, I'm going to come meet you. And then I just kept going out because I wanted you to know that I, I wasn't just coming down to say hi. Like I've read, you know, I'd, I'd read it all. Um, and we are blessed with, with three healthy children. I don't know what that's like to have those kind of struggles. You know, we, we have stressful lives as it is and, and to have those kind of struggles. And so reading your blog and I, I feel like in this profession with coaches, wives, you know, we all have that in common. So supporting our husband and being there for our children. And so to see, to hear your words, um, like how the sacrifices that y'all have made for Landry, like, I mean, it was like, how can I not reach out? You know, I just, it just it was really like really, truly inspiring. I appreciate that. And then we met, um, and I just can't describe it to other people, how genuine you are. You can just, when I embraced you, when I hugged you, when I could just tell, I could see in your eyes, you were not in a hurry. It wasn't, it wasn't a PR thing to you, you know, this no. was, Hey, this is, wasn't like a, yeah, everybody's jumping on board. I'm drunk. You can tell from the moment I had the encounter with you that you and Kirby are genuine. Um, you're grounded, you know, you, you have a compassion, uh, for people. And that was so, mm -hmm. so obvious and just so real. It was, it was so special. And I'm, and I know Georgia knows what they have, but dog nation, I'm talking to you, you have a special <laughs> head coach and why, you know, and they're well, incredible people and it, you, you are, and you can tell when people aren't genuine, you know, in life and you get yeah. I mean, it was yep. real and you can just, it was incredible and meeting you was incredible. And you know, obviously donating to us uh, in a significant way. Um, it was, in, it was neat. Um, and it was from yeah. the, well, go ahead. I, I was, I, my only regret of that was my, my children had been acting up in the first half <laughs> and I said, all right. And they love going on the field. And so that was like, their punishment was like, all right, you're not going with me. And I, as soon as I got down there, I regretted not bringing them because I'm like, that's what this is about. It's about family and coaches, wife's family. And so that was, I really regretted as soon as I got down there with you, I was like, why did I not bring the kids? I was being, I was actually being stubborn. <laughs> I should have picked a different punishment. <laughs> but you well, know what I remember too is how Landry um, went on the field with the band. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> in, the, in all the chaos. In all the chaos when your husband came by to say hello, which was so nice. And then it was all of a sudden like, where's Landry? Oh, she's going on with the red coat. <laughs> Let me tell you how uh, this was. We have laughed so hard about this because I brought, I'm going to tell on my family and the people I'm fixing to make my family mad. But the rest of my family, okay, so I'm just going to call them out. My mom and my dad and this precious family, Landry's teacher at school, they all came with us because Landry's, you know, she's difficult to watch at games. And we knew it was going to be extremely hot. And then it was so hot. Has, yeah, it was so hot. And that she has, you know, 20 seizures. Well, I knew the noise per day. So I knew the noise was going to, you know, she's not used to that level of environment. I knew the noise was going to really make her struggle and induce seizures. So I thought we got plenty of people that can kind of break on and off. And Georgia went above and beyond and they put us in a box. They had air conditioning for Landry. They had food for us. They had a screen that we could watch it. She watched the game. She saw her daddy on the screen. It was adorable. But we're there at halftime. <laughs> so we're meeting you. Okay. So we have the halftime check 
and then we walk back off. Okay. So you're talking to me right afterwards, right? You know, it's halftime starting. Mm-hmm. And my whole family, I guess they're getting starstruck. We're just going to call it that. So they're all watching you and uh-huh. I talk. And that's the part I can't believe anybody would be starstruck on me. I mean, I'm serious. That's crazy to me. But Okay, sorry. <laughs> so we're all watching. We're like, okay, you know, this is incredible. We're having this moving moment. We're kind of tearing up. And you and I are actually yeah. kind of tearing up at that point. I remember that. Yeah. And then I look down and I see, okay, I see Courtney, our seven-year-old. And then I see Stallings. Somebody's holding him. I think he's two. And I'm like, oh no, where's Landry? So I go, mom. Mm -hmm. And you're saying something. (laughs) Mom, where's Landry? We look around. Nobody's looking around. And I turn around and I see (laughs) Landry. We were in the end zone. She was on the 50 yard line. Yeah. Taking the field. (laughs) We're at the Red Coat Marching Band. (laughs) Yeah, that was Walking great. Out with him. A little moment of panic, but it was funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yes, the epic parenting fail right there. <laughs> Somebody uh that said I walk they're in the stands, an Austin P fan, saw the whole thing. Uh-huh. And saw oh, Landry walking hysterical. all the way down the field and all of us just not even seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I wish they would have taken a video, but it was a very special, special day. But that's the heart of the Kirby Smart Foundation, giving to children in need. What are some of the things your organization does? Talk to me a little bit about that foundation. We started it um, initially with, um, we were going to have a priority of giving to childhood cancer um, because Kirby's brother had, his older brother had leukemia when he was younger. And thankfully he beat it and he's 40 something years old now. And has two children and married and it is great, but you know, there's so many families that are not that lucky. And so that was kind of our, our first instinct was to, to push for research for childhood cancer and, and, and um, those avenues. And then we, we quickly realized that there are so many other families, you know, like yours and others that have children that are facing hardships that, you know, are other than cancer. And so, um, it's been really neat to see the different ways that we've been able to, to help. And, and it's, and it's been very gratifying. I mean, we're not doing this far to make ourselves feel better by any means, but it has certainly been um, pretty amazing to see, you know, how we have, you know, directly helped um, some people. And so it's, it's been, it's been great. We've, we've helped a lot of, um, organizations in Athens. Um, there's a one called extra special people just does amazing things with, um, all ages, you know, going up to adulthood. Um, and then, uh, boys and girls club, Athens YMCA. I mean, we've, we, we definitely do help, um, find some, some cancer things, children's in Atlanta and, um, cure childhood research. I'm, I'm going to, I can't name them all. And I'm going to leave some things out that I've, I'm going to kick myself for later, but um, Camp Sunshine's a big one. We've we've been able to touch a lot of a lot of different people, and so it's it's been really really overwhelming at times it, it's with how much time I feel like it it takes because um, that's you know one thing we really don't have a lot of is our time, um, but it, but it's been really really gratifying. For sure. Do you try to get your children involved when you you? are around the, the organizations like that and being part of those special days? 
Yes, and that's one reason I was saying I was kicking myself for not bringing them down there that day with, <laughs> with you. We try to we try to get them. Um, you know, we that's one thing that we try to 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 really show them is is giving back. You know, we've been so blessed and we're so fortunate with um, with our lifestyle and the things we have and our health, most importantly. And um, and so we really try to to show them. You know, let's let's help people we're we, we can help people so we are going to help people you know and and have them directly see that and be a part of it how can someone donate to your organization we have a website it is kirbysmartfoundation.org um and it's it's pretty easy there's a donate tab on there and it's a big red one in the corner and you just click on that i'm very very aware of operational costs and we try to keep those low 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 um, which is why I do a lot of this myself. So the contributions that people make go direct, like not a hundred percent, but real close, go directly to helping people. This is something that um, you're passionate about. You're doing it yourself. That's incredible. I'm doing a lot, a good bit. We have a board of a few people and I get advice from, and they're all donating their time as well. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I'm doing a lot of it myself, which is the part that I was saying gets overwhelming. At times. <laughs> yes. But it's all worth it. It's like running, you know, it's the the demands of running a business, but it's all for someone else. But I think the overwhelming part is this, that at first I really just did not know what I was doing and not wanting to mess something up. And, you know, it is some of, it's, it's our money, but it is other people's money too. It's people that are donating. And so it's like, you know, feeling responsible for being good stewards of it. That part we've, I've, I've navigating my way through. And so it's that, that's getting easier and which is making it even more you know, it's, it's running smoother after a few years. I'm sure it was maybe the first time you give it to an opposing coach's daughter, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> um, but you, I didn't look at it like that, truly. <laughs> no, that was so special. So if you look at your career overall, that's continuing to unfold and so many great things ahead, but to this point, what's been one of the most rewarding things about it? You know, I think really the players, um, really since we've been here really spending time with the players and getting to know the players and you know you have like Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle and Kirby texts with them the other night you know just we're watching Roquan Smith play on in the NFL and he's texting Nick and Sony and the kids are laughing about their reply and you know I, I just feel like it, it's really special when you can form those relationships and keep those relationships and I think when you recognize that without the players I mean what are it doesn't matter how good of a coach you are if you don't have good players and and when the players recognize that you help them in return you know it's like a mutual respect I think that's really special um and not all of them it's not all of them going to the NFL you know some of them it's like I could have never gotten this job in Atlanta if you hadn't connected me with this Georgia alum you know I mean it's 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 all those things um it makes it really special and, and gratifying. Okay, I have some fast five questions for you. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. Okay, who is the better three point shooter, you or Kirby? Oh, that's for sure me. I mean, Kirby <laughs> can't shoot. <laughs> he can do a lot of things well, but shooting—he's not a great shooter. <laughs> I love it. What's your go-to meal to cook when you're running the kids around running errands? I'm actually a a, a better griller than I am a cook so I grill a lot and I prep prep my meat and veggies and all that 
during the day. And then so when I come home from running the kids around, I could throw it on the grill. Less cleanup too. Do you grill outside or inside? I do. I'm out. I grill outside even like last night. It was 35 degrees here and I was outside. (laughs) 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 I would rather do that. I'd rather be outside in the cold and clean up a bunch of pots and pans in the warm. That's truly the coach's wife life. Outside yep. grill up with a coat on. Yeah, so you should say, who's the better griller, me or Kirby? That would be me also. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so you, you would definitely say the same thing. <laughs> you forget something at the grocery store. We all do. You have three kids. Yep. Do you drag them all back out to go get it? Or do you send Kirby Smart after work for bread and milk in Athens, Georgia? Um, thankfully now, you know, the Instacart, uh, thing that, that do y'all have Instacart, um, grocery, the grocery delivery now. thing. I don't know if we have that. Oh, it is amazing. You need to look it up. Instacart. And then the Kroger has that click and ship thing where you just order it online and go to the parking lot. This has all happened in the last year in Athens, Georgia. It has been game changer for me. So that's what I do now. I've, but before I would load the kids up and go get it myself. I wouldn't send Kirby for it. No, that's, he gets stopped too much. No, he just, I just, that's one of my things is just keep it running smoothly. You know, just don't ask him to do anything extra. Just let him do his thing and I'll (laughs) keep it running smoothly. What's your must see TV show? I like a lot of silly TV. I like Bravo TV. So, um, (laughs) Southern charm, summer house, there you go. I'm telling my um, Real Housewives. I watch all that stuff. Yes. Kirby, Kirby and I watch Netflix stuff together. Like we just finished. Um, oh, what was it called? Shooter. We just finished a show called Shooter with Ryan Philippe and Omar Epps. It was real good. We watched two seasons. We watched two seasons through about the whole football season. Not one episode a week. That's fun. I think it's fun to have a show together because we always have something separate yeah. we watch, but. Yeah, we, I, he definitely does not watch the Bravo with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's on my own. <laughs> okay, what's the last book you've read? I just finished um, two books by the same author, My Dear Hamilton and America's First Daughter. My Dear Hamilton was about Eliza Hamilton, Alexander's wife, who was the first lady. Somebody gave me that as a, like a they call me the first lady here, which I also think is silly, but it was really good. And how she impacted her husband's career. Really, really interesting book. And then uh, America's first daughter was about Martha Jefferson, Thomas's daughter, because she basically acted as his first lady since her mother passed away at such a young age. And so it was really interesting to see those, how those women affected their husband's and father's career and didn't get any credit for it Mm. at the time. I like history. That's fascinating. I always like reading historical fiction. But those, those were the last two. Well, thank you so very much. I really appreciate your time, your wisdom. This has been encouraging and fun. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. And I'm, I've loved getting to talk to you. I hope Landry's doing well and hope y'all are doing well. And, um, and I'm, and I'm glad we, you know, I love that. I love this business for the connections we can make and new friends, you know, And who knows, maybe we'll work together one day. That's the thing, too. You never know. You never know. Love it. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. 
Make sure to subscribe to the Coach's Wife Life podcast. And for a replay of this episode or previous episodes, visit coacheswifelife.org and follow us on social media at Coach's Wife Life.